The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and on another Podcast Summit 2023 episode, brought to you, or powered by Kohler, I guess brought to you by me, LCR Media Podcast, and hosted by uh, the Almonds, Caleb and Brittany. At, we're at Almond HQ. Their shop is epic. Like, it's like, yes. yeah, super proud of them, where they've come from, where they came to get to here. Everything in the shop behind us was all in storage units, which is ridiculous to even think that, you know, the equipment was outside, but everything else was inside. So I'm really proud of them. I'm glad that I wanted to feature their shop. They, they said they'd have it done in time. So we hope we're hosting the podcast summit here, and I'm trying to get as many quality folks as I can on, on the podcast here. And, and I know a lot of people are networking and having a good time talking. So we're, we're really having a good time. So if you didn't come this year and you want to come look forward to next year, those details will be coming as we get closer to next year. So uh, with, with, with all that being said, let's dive into this episode. I'm joined with two fellow podcasters. Yeah. We have... Yeah, Cedric with Still Cuts Lawn and Landscaping and also part of the, uh, one part of the Lawn Care Par Moose podcast. And Cornell Mac, Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care, the other part of the Lawn Care Power Moves podcast. Nice. Yeah. So, so how are you guys doing today? It has been a hamster wheel so far. Uh, and just having to take in, take in account that you need to take a break, get a water break and stretch a little bit before you jump back into uh, your next episode with recording. So, but I've, I've, I love being here. This place is beautiful. I asked Brittany, what was the uh, paint color code on the wall? Because I know my wife is going to want to have it back at our house. So I'm going to make a stop <laughs> here soon and pick up some paint and, and do that. But no, this place is beautiful. Um, the people here are great. Everyone is open to being on a podcast. The networking is happening in the lobby just like it was designed to be. And uh, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. control chaos, man. Control <laughs> yeah. chaos. You're just trying to get in where you fit in. Yeah, that's what we do here in, in this community. Just control chaos. Just just have an idea, put something together and let it kind of shape itself. You know, I just try to point things in a general direction and help point things in general direction. Just go with it. So what, 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 what are your, um, first impressions of the podcast summit? It's awesome. And getting to see like all of the people who I deem professionals in our industry and what you guys use. Naylor has this cool like notebook, (laughs) uh, the pod deck. Like I'm just learning how to make our podcast be like, I guess, different. We get to see, like, there's a saying, the horse, hear it from the horse's mouth. Like, we get to yeah. see this yeah. and see how the people that, um, who inspired us to get into the podcasting uh, world, mm-hmm. how you guys do things. And so I, I think it's been great. It's been awesome so far. And this place is, like you guys <laughs> both have said, it's like magnificent. It's like if you're in the industry, whatever it is, you would want to shop like this. It's yeah. incredible here. For sure. And the fact that they thought it all out with all these offices, like conference room and a podcast studio and offices, his mm. and her offices and mm. kids room and a kitchen. And, you know, obviously some of those things cater to their team, you know, kitchen for their team so they can, you know, keep their food, heat their food up, whatever, if they're working at the shop for the day and all that. So, I mean, it's not just for them, obviously, but they just kind of thought so much through and it, it, it's pretty awesome. And then the outside too, they have this huge yard in the back where they keep all their trailers and equipment that's not in the shop and they dump all their bulk materials here. And I mean, they just really thought everything through. They had a lot, a lot of time, I guess, a lot of trials and tribulations to get to yeah, this point. You've been here long enough, you figure out how to do it better. Yeah. 20 years. Uh, um, uh, what is it? A uh, overnight success 20 years later there yeah. you go that's how that's yes, that, how this yeah. expression goes <laughs> um but yeah so so that that's good I'm, I'm glad you guys have been getting some podcasts in right yes yeah how many episodes are you up to so far 
on the podcast, actually, what are we, 10 or 11? We have officially released our 10th episode. It is listed as episode nine because we did episode zero, which was kind of our look back on who we are and how we got to where we are. And um, But yeah, we, we've recorded, we have some, we have Podcast Bank that'll be coming out here, obviously, with the Podcast Summit and um, a few that we did beforehand. But yeah, we're, we're going to roll like, through this, man. Yeah, we... Three or four so far? Three or four today, yeah. Nice. Which is cool because we want to um, add an, another day. Uh, we want to add a Friday show um, to the podcast, and, but it, I didn't know it was going to like, be as... It's not... I wouldn't say difficult, but like time-consuming. Like you... Right. To be able to put an hour-long podcast together, it takes a while. Um, and especially when you're just learning, it takes even longer. So... Um, we mess up a lot. Cedric has to do a whole lot. He's our Mr. Producer, so he has to do a whole lot of uh, uh, editing right now. Uh, but again, this is why we came, because we want to be as good, uh, if not better than you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, so for sure. That's why we're here, to just to learn, grow, and uh, and like you said, bank these, these podcasts in so that we can add that extra day. Yeah, so let's talk about your podcast, and then we'll go backwards. What... um. What's the name of your podcast and what is what is the theme? And you loosely mentioned the schedule that nobody knows what it is. You're talking about adding on to it, but what is yeah. it currently and all that? Tell us about it. So it's called the Lawn Care Power Moves Podcast, uh, where we are mowing down barriers to excellence in the lawn care profession. Um, we come out every Monday right now. We want to add on a Friday show. And um, it's basically like Cedric has all of that good technical information um he can tell you about the mowers he can tell you about um you know weed and fertilization treatments all of that i can't tell you any of that stuff i'm fire and desire like so cedric's gonna help you with the business side of things and all of that good information and then i'm here to give you that good kick in your behind to let you know like you can do it this is this is for you to have and uh i think that him and I together, like creating this little yin and yang, but we're still trying to learn each other. And, you know, cues like uh, say LeBron James and Dwayne Wade all the time, both hall of fame players, great players. But when they first started their career together in Miami, they started out eight and nine because they had to learn each other. So I don't even think we're starting out bad right now. It feels like we're undefeated, you know, (laughs) but we're still, we're still learning, um, learning each other and trying to learn this, this whole thing. Nice. Yeah. we, We wanted to do it right from the, from the start, right? We we looked in to see what equipment we can use to get started and which way to go about recording it, the clearest. And we we take pride in what we do. And I, I know I look at it as a technical aspect of things, but I, I want to provide that information that we have, not only just on the technical side, but also how to implement those things that we do learn, right? So we can always give you the information of, yeah, you should do this. You should have this. You should have this. You should have this. But how are you using that? And what does that mean for you? And what does that mean for your business? And what type of result? And we, we can't say what result you'll get, but we can tell you how to monitor your result, how to look back and determine what that result is going to be. So nice. we, we put together quite well. I think, you know, we, we're still continuing to learn. Like you said, we're continuing how to go back and forth and bounce that information off of each other as well as uh, just gelling well. So the people that have been hanging out with us so far on this, you know, 10 episodes in or 10 episodes released, just being able to hear the journey. Episode zero is literally completely different than episode one. And episode two is different than episode one. So just on the audio aspects of things, when you listen back to the podcast. So we're we're just growing, man. We want to feed the community because the community has fed us. We just want to give back to what's been given to us. Yes. Nice. What? So what is your schedule currently? How many episodes and when? So, so there's, we, we touch the community three times a week or our plan to touch three times a week. Right now we're touching two times a week. Um, for those that don't know, we do host a weekly Instagram live show at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, feel free to tune in. Uh, you can follow either of us at Still Cuts the Best. That would be me, which is S-T-E-E-L, Cuts the Best. And then you can find Cornette, uh, Cornell Mac under, excuse me, at Mac underscore landscaping 412. But yeah, you can please follow both of us on Instagram and then come join the show. It's a live show where we actually bring in people that are watching the show. So we, we bring on live guests, whether it be someone that's planned or if we, you know, just someone randomly that says, hey, can I jump on? I want to talk about this. And as long as it fits the, the communication of what we're doing at that time, we, we bring them on and that show goes for an hour. 
I don't know if he said it was at seven on Wednesdays. I think he said it says seven, but he didn't yeah. say it's on yeah, Wednesdays. It's on Wednesdays at seven. Yeah. This is on Wednesdays. Now the podcast comes out on Mondays. So he said we touch you two times a week. And so Monday, uh our podcast drops seven AM uh on the dot every every Monday. Wednesday we're at seven PM on the dot on Instagram Live every Wednesday. And on uh we wanna add a Friday show. Uh, a Friday podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um gotcha. <clears throat> and we're up to thirty Instagram live shows. Yeah, yeah. We and just I think did. we only missed one week and I can't remember what the reason was, but it it was uh it's it's going pretty strong and we definitely appreciate the community that supports us. No doubt. Nice. So what made you want to do this? What made you I know you said giving back and everything, but like there's there's more specifics than that. Like what how did the two of you even get together? How did this happen? So we I went to Equip Expo, well, it was GIE, when I, the first year I went, um, 2021. And uh, it, I had was on Brian Fullerton's podcast uh, prior to that. So when I got to Equip Expo, I was, to my surprise, like there was a few people that wanted to just meet me because they had heard me talk on, on his podcast. So that, that was like completely mind-blowing. There was like seven people that I didn't even have pictures on the internet or anything. Wow. I just had a hoodie on that had yeah. my caricature logo on the back. And they're like, yo, you're Mac landscaping. I'm like, uh, huh? Yeah, like, you're like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Can I take a picture with you? I'm like, sure. I mean, what the hell you want to take a picture? Wow. With? But yeah. That was cool. Well, I, I, I couldn't believe it, but I was talking to people. Cedric had heard me cause he's from where I'm from. And, uh, but he didn't talk to me because I was, he says, he always says all the time, I was being me, like I was being busy or whatever. But we didn't get to speak then. LAL was three weeks later, LAL 21. Um, we met each other there. I was literally about to leave because I didn't know anybody. I had no social presence. No one knew who I was. And unfortunately, like no one came up to me and wanted to talk to me like oh, they did at Equip, man. which was fine. I mean, I didn't expect that. Right. I didn't even expect it at Equip. So. Uh, my wife just had to use the restroom. We were getting ready to leave. And then someone that I did meet at Equip, his name is uh, Geraldo with Phoenix Lawn Care. He, he happened to be coming out of the bathroom, too. So I stopped. I was talking to him for a minute. Now nah, I wasn't really going to leave. But then Cedric came. And then Cedric introduced. He was like, I wanted to meet you at, you know, Equip Expo, whatever. And then we just was like chopping it up for the whole rest of the time. Yeah. Then I, we found out, like, I live in the neighborhood he grew up in before he moved to Ohio. Wow. Like, I currently live there. Around the corner and yeah. down the street. Truly wow. Crazy. So, but, um, so you live where? Where is I this? live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And that's where he, where you used to live. I used yeah. to live. In, yep. And yep. he moved, like, in 97 or something like that. So, yep. um just on a chance encounter and then we had that in common he's like yo i i, I know where, what street you live on and all like i know where it's at and i was like oh wow wow so it was crazy and then uh, i think he had a wedding or something a few weeks later so he hit me up like yo i'm coming to pittsburgh um me and my wife want to stop past so they stopped past and we just talked to him my wife hit it off with his wife and it was like we just became like brothers just right then it was crazy so his wife goes, you know, uh, you guys should do something. We went to LAL. She's like, y'all could do that. Like, y'all could have an event like that, too. And I'm in my brain like, no, we can't. No, we, nobody don't want to listen to us. Nobody don't want to talk to us. Uh, fast forward, about a week goes past. He hits me up. He's like, yo, I'm about to go on Instagram Live. You know, it was a Sunday. He's like, I was like, all right, cool. So we did that. And after we got off, there was like four people watched us. But when we got off, I was I couldn't believe four people watched us. I was and like hung around. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and then watched it and we we talked for a while like that first episode. Yeah. And and but people were there. And then the next week, uh we did we decided to do it again. And uh it, people like a couple more people watched, right? And then he I think we both had scheduling conflicts. I went to Idlewild and there's like Idlewild is an amusement, a kid's amusement park in okay. Pittsburgh. Right. So I didn't, there's no service out there, no cell service. And I completely forgot. Cause this wasn't like a scheduled thing we planned to do. Mm. It just happened and it gave us a good feeling. So we decided to do it again. Right. Um, but because we missed that Sunday, I just started to think like, your podcast comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. Brian's comes out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So does the kid come. Like, all of the, y'all right. all got schedules, right? Right. And I said to him, like, we should do this every week. Like, we should do this Instagram live thing every week. But Sunday just wasn't working. Yeah. Because right. Sunday is my family day. And right. it's his family day, too. And I don't want to be, 
uh, I love our lawn care community, right, uh, but, but I love, love my family, family more. Right. Right. So I didn't want to take that day away that I had literally chiseled out for my life, for my family. Like this is my day for my, for what I like doing and then to be with my family. So, um, we decided to move it to Wednesday and on that first Wednesday, him and I were talking and, uh, I said a story about equip expo. I wanted to meet you. Like I had nine people, um, you, uh, Brian, like all these different people. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to someone's podcast. I, I don't know if it was yours or, um, Brian or Paul's, but it was one of you. And you had one of y'all had Alex Kirby on there. And I heard him say he had a $2 million company and it was debt free. And I was big on Dave Ramsey then. Yeah. So I immediately added him to, uh, to my list to meet. And then he happened to be walking through to the Bobcat booth and this dude, Aaron was with him, Aaron Thunderbird. I don't know if anyone knows him. Uh, so I met Alex, but just for like 10 seconds, <laughs> but Aaron DM me right after that. And he's like, I'm from Pittsburgh. And I'm like, what the hell was you with him for? Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> right. he was just getting some mentorship from, from yeah. Alex or whatever. But I had told that story. Right. And it almost at the same exact time as I was starting to tell that story, Alex Kirby popped into the lab. And then because he heard me telling the story, he was like, can I jump on? Now, I, I didn't know anything about yeah. Instagram yet. Right. When he said, can I jump on, Cedric goes, yo, send him an invite. I didn't even know you could do that. Right. So I did. I sent him an invite and it went from, you know, there was like five people watching us to like 50 people watching us in the blink of an eye. Right. And he stayed on for like 45, Mm. 50 minutes. Wow. And it stayed like that the whole time. And when we got off, the illest rush just came. The craziest rush just came over me. I was like, we found something. Like, this is it. This is what we can do. This is yeah. how we can. No one else has a live show where they're bringing on people right. and talking to them and giving people the opportunity to ask a question right here. You get to ask Naylor or Paul or and we're going to bring them to you every week. This is my thing. Welcome back to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to talk about the snowplow attachment. So there are actually, this is, for one thing, this is one of the few uh, multi-force attachments that I don't own, nor have I used it, but I've seen it plenty um, online and, you know, at Toro and um, at the GIE now, Equip Expo. Uh, I've definitely seen it and played around with it. I just haven't actually plowed snow with it. But again, I have seen plenty of other folks in our community and industry use it plowing snow. But that's that's exactly what it is. It's a snow plow. It's for pushing snow. So if those of you that don't have any idea what I'm talking about, you know, when it snows, right, um, you know, this is an actual plow. Instead of having, um, you're using your truck or some people have ATVs, you know, four-wheelers, and they you can put a plow on there. And it's good for clearing out driveways, small commercial parking lots, sidewalks, things like that, like areas that um, it's it's almost easier to use a smaller, um, you know, a smaller, um, a smaller type plow, like like an ATV or something like that, versus um, having a truck, a pickup truck in there with a plow. I know a lot of guys will use skid steers, which is like just a little mini, you know, um, excavator or, or uh, for lack of better explanation, I'm, I'm not a hardscaper, forgive me guys, but it's just like a little mini tractor. Uh, there's a lot of different things, a lot of different tractors out there that you can use all different variations that have a bucket, you know, or you can take that bucket off in some cases and put like a, a different kind of a blade on there, which is meant for pushing dirt around, but you can use it to push snow. So instead of using all those different things, now you just one more thing you can use for your Toro Multiforce mower. Again, you take the mower deck off. This is going to help you keep this machine working year round instead of it sitting in the garage over the winter. Um, it, it, you know, if you get a lot of snow and, and you're not cutting grass, um, you know, I think down south around Florida is pretty much the only people that are cutting grass in the winter. You know, not not as 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 much, but they're still doing a little bit. Um, so they probably never put their mowers in the garage. But for the rest of the country. 
you know, you are putting, uh, you're just kind of putting this in storage, you're winterizing it, and it just stays there for however many months, you know, of the winter before the grass starts growing again. Well, if you get get enough snow to, to plow, to push the snow out of the way and clear driveways, sidewalks, small parking lots, and so on, then you can utilize this attachment for your Toro Multiforce. There's a couple of different sizes, a couple of different add-ons and variations of the snow plow. Uh, they just had one, you know, starting out uh, back in 2016 or shortly after, but now over the years, They've uh, come out with a couple different versions or a, a few different versions and varieties of it. As you know, time goes on, they keep coming out with more attachments in general, uh, evolving the attachments they have, tweaking things here and there. So again, for, for all of the visuals and all the specifics and all of the different ones that they offer, because there's multiple different types of snow plows that they offer for the Toro Multiforce, as always, go ahead in the episode description, click the link for Toro.com that'll take you there so you can check out them, uh, check out all the facts and, and get the visuals for yourself. But it's basically just a big plow. It's a, a, a.k.a. a blade, um, a snow blade that just goes, attaches to the front of your mower. You have your deck off. They also have upgraded tires that you can swap out that have thicker, uh, heavy-duty uh, traction for the slippery snow and ice and things like that. So you can help you push the snow better than versus the, your turf tires just for, you know, for grass and um, being more gentle on, on the turf and giving you traction for that. This is a more aggressive tread uh, for the snow. So you can swap those uh, t wheels and t tires out um, or swap the tires out. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a whole, it's a whole kit wheel and tire. And, and you can also get a weight kit, which is highly recommended to put in the wheel, uh, which which gives you more weight down back behind there where the wheels are so that it can help you push the snow, right? So if you're pushing the snow, it's going to be adding some force to the mower. This way you're not kind of slipping and sliding. So that helps reduce all of that. So you can just get your mower and you can get all the smaller areas and you can push all that. You can still use a pickup truck or any other bigger pieces of equipment to push larger areas. But for the smaller, tighter areas, you can use the mower uh, with the plow on it for that. So that's that's that was one of the first attachments that they came out with, and I know it's been heavily utilized throughout the community and the industry. Like I said, I've seen it plenty and played around with it a little bit, just haven't really pushed snow. Uh, around here in central Virginia, we don't get a whole lot of snow, um, so it's not enough for me to even invest in something like that. Um, so, But I have seen a lot of guys use it and, it, and it works great. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My Service Area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. My Service Area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. I highly recommend adding My Service Area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and My Service Area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit myserviceareacom slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. myserviceareacom slash LCR. During that, you know, us continuing to do that every Wednesday, people kept saying, what were they saying? Said, we should do Yo, what? We're going to make this a podcast. I can't I can't sit here on the phone or on Instagram live all day, but I would love to hear it while I'm doing something else. You know, when are you guys gonna make this a podcast? And they continued to hit us with that. We're like, man, do we really want to get in the podcast? Like, let's let's figure it out. So we set a, a date in terms of what we want to do. And we were supposed to record our first episode at Launchpreneur Academy Live this year, um, well, 2022. But it was just filled with so much information and we were running the gun. And for those that, that are there, uh, that have been there, um, you know how the information comes. It's You got to be taking notes because everyone is bringing the information that you want to know. They're absolutely killing it with the fire. So not only were we doing that, but we were also recording um, on, uh, we were doing video recording for our podcast. We were launching the podcast. And so we were interviewing folks. How, hey, how's your LAL going? Tell me about your show. What do you think? Well, who have you loved so far? And 
at that point the it got kind of crazy and into the night and we all kind of relaxed and start the the people were hanging around that we wanted to talk to and um it's like you know we're not going to be able to record this weekend we'll i'll come to pittsburgh and i literally came to pittsburgh the following weekend mm-hmm. or actually i don't even know if it was the following weekend it might have been the following few days but came to pittsburgh um we recorded our first episode live um directly in cornell's uh family room and nice. put it together um and the, the the why in this is we really like i said we want to give back to the community but for me it's a part of my learning experience on being able to talk to people freely like I, I've had an issue where I, when growing up, I had issues talking in front of crowds or trying to get my point across and things like that. But I was able to use this platform, whether it be through the Instagram lives and moving into the podcast world of being able to just talk. People want to hear us talk. So let's just talk. And it's helped me grow um, and made me a better person and allow me to talk through things that I want to get off my chest and explain more thoroughly in a timely fashion. Yeah. Wow. That is quite the story. You guys are going to, you guys are going places. I can tell for sure. I can just feel it. I can feel it deep in my soul. So, uh, I'm really happy for you guys that like, it seems like fate intervened in so mm. many parts of the story that you shared. And, and it's just, uh, it, it's awesome. Our, our wives tell us that we are exactly alike. Um, the funny thing is Cornell's birthday is two days, uh, after mine. A year apart, but still just two days after mine and our wives are like, you all are exactly like we have the same type of brain farts and the, I can't think about doing this or we may forget to do this. And, they're, you know, they're always I don't want to say they're informing us about uh, the things that we uh, we need to work on. Yeah. But it's the giving the information thing to me is like I am crazy about when I learn something, I got to tell everyone like I, I got to tell everyone. And so this is a way to do that because. Sometimes you tell that message to the wrong people and then it discourages you because, oh, they don't want to hear what I got. But it's, it's just not. It's just they're just the wrong audience. We're talking now to people who want to hear what we got to say because we're talking about things that can actually help them in their business and in their life. Um, and so that like for me, like being on the podcast, getting to getting to talk to people, um, it, you mentioned like you think we're going to go places um, and I, I, I kind of agree with you because if you work inside your gift, then God makes room for you and puts you in the presence of great men right? and women. There's women here too. I don't want to you know, right. but it's crazy that we started something. Turns out we might have a gift with it. And then what happened? Paul says, hey, why don't you guys come to Caleb and Brittany's? Yeah. I ask you, can, uh, uh, can I put a thing on the Road to Equip um, thing? Because we had a meetup down there. Right. And, well, out, to our surprise, 25, 30 people came to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like when you're working and operating inside your gift, everything starts to come. It's like the law of attraction. That's yeah. the only thing I can think about now. Yeah. And so if you only think of success, success then follows. Right. Yeah, you put that energy out into the universe and it's just going to create things. So mm. for sure, that's why you got to be careful of the energy that what kind of energy are you putting out in the universe? Right. Because you're going to get a whole lot of something. <laughs> Do you want that to be good or bad? You know, of course, we can't always be perfect and we're going to have bad days and we're going to unfortunately grumble and stumble and put some stuff out into the into the world that's not the best but we want to try and do do our best at getting the best out as much as possible so that we can uh live our best life right and yeah. help others live their best life what about logistically like i know um locally in virginia where i live uh, i have been trying to co-host a totally different podcast that has nothing to do with lawn and landscape it's basically like an entrepreneur you know um brand branding type podcast for, for a local magazine and just depending on what their feature is and who they're featuring that's who we interview and, and get them so that they can read the magazine article and then they can scan the qr code to go to the pod or click on whatever they, they can't click, but you know, like they can go to the link or scan the QR code to go to the podcast and hear a, a longer, deeper conversation with those people. But it's really difficult in person. We both live in the same town, yeah. but he's extremely busy because he's a magazine. He's got multiple magazines now, um, publisher and I'm me. And so there's just like a lot of things going on in our lives and it's hard for the two of us to physically get 
somewhere to the studio or whatever to on location to record stuff. And you guys don't even live in the same state. So is that maybe easier or what? Like what, what are the, what, what's the deal with all that? So before, I'm going to let him answer the question, but I just want to make sure people understand something about Cedric. Like dude went to college to be a software engineer. Mm. He left his job, uh, you know, making 85 plus thousand dollars a year to get into lawn care. So, he knows his stuff when it comes, like, he went to school. Yeah. He knows technology. And right. He knows all of these things. So I, I wanted to make sure that we, because he ain't going to say it, but it needs to be said that this is the reason that the podcast for us sounds professional somewhat is because of him and his skill set. And I, I want to make sure that he gets the credit that he deserves because you won't hear us like like Corey Ballard and, and do say, Kaz is the reason that their mouths come to our to our ears, right? Right, right. You don't hear, you never hear my voice or his voice without his skills. So I, I needed to make sure we said that before he even answered that question. <laughs> so the the logistics of it isn't as difficult. Um, I think Cornell and I, when we first started, we felt like we needed to be in the same place to be able to get the same vibe. But you know, if it, Anyone that you've talked to on a telephone, if you're close to them, at some point, there's no barrier with one person being on one side of the telephone or the other, right? You just have that conversation. You can talk for hours if you choose to on the telephone. So we decided that it's best when we do see each other's face, we can see each other's expression. We can see the passion within each other. We feed off each other when we see each other. So we wanted to replicate that from the distance and the way we've done that is you know shout out to to think media for their content that they provide on youtube Um, they allowed me to do research and figure out what type of remote streaming that we can do to each other um to be able to bring that conversation back to in-house where we're almost in the same room again where we can look at each other in the face and and do so so uh, doing the research of that was able to find the um a streaming service that allows us to go live. If we choose to, we can go to multiple platforms um, out there, whether it be YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, all simultaneously um, using one camera and things like that. But putting that into the scope of things, that was kind of the start of it. And then we wanted to have better microphones. So we chose a microphone set, set up that we can use not only for podcasting directly into our computers, using the streaming service, but also be able to go out and interview folks remotely where we don't have, because we're not there yet, but having a, like a, a good, not almost a good, having a great portable setup. So we, um, we're using the road wireless goes and they work out both of us. We have two sets that they both work on my computer and that actually is allowing us to broadcast here with groups, you know, doing four people on microphones here at the podcast summit. But taking that and putting that into you know my computer and be able to produce directly within my windows computer allows us to get to where we go and then we upload through our podcast um, platform um excuse me our uh, podcast host they do a little bit of magic on the back and they sprinkle sprinkle a little sugar on it is what i call it <laughs> and uh it comes to your ears and it sounds pretty damn decent it really does you guys do a great job so i'm i'm, I'm happy i'm happy to have been any kind of part in, in, in any of this so um before we uh, round up this episode, now we're going even back further. So <laughs> how in the world, why in the world did you leave, you know, this, this tech industry to, to get into lawn care? It's, it's going to sound crazy, but um, uh, I first started doing lawn care as the side hustle, um, even on top of this, right? I'm being a software engineer, working for one of the largest banks in the world, um, you can figure out who that is if you know Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> but um, working for them and cutting grass on the side because I had a friend of mine, shout out to her, Ramisha, she was going out of town. She said, hey, can you cut my grass for me? You can maybe out of town. I said, yeah, I got you. So I cut her grass and then she she's one that loves to, to post on, you know, things that are done nice for her. And if you've done something nice for her, she will reciprocate I mean, showing you love. Um, so she posted on Facebook and hey, thanks. Thank you for uh, cutting my grass, Cedric. This, that, and the other. Someone asked, how much did he charge? She's like, well, you got to talk to him about that. And people started contacting me through Facebook. And from there, the business kind of budded. I didn't think, I wasn't thinking about doing lawn care. I mean, I cut grass when I was around there when I was younger, but it wasn't like something that I had a passion for. But I found that when I was out here cutting grass, it was something different than what I was doing. I wasn't sitting at a desk inside an office. It wasn't cold in the office. Cause, <laughs> but being outside and, and being in the heat, I, I really started to enjoy that. But what I, 
long story short, it got to a point where I'm in the office and I'm, I've got laid off. I got rehired by a different team. So I'm doing something different that I've never done before in a coding language. I don't know. And, um, that language just wasn't clicking with me. I was having issues, uh, really just getting stuff done. And I had a deadline coming up on this project and I was, I just couldn't get it together. And for the first time in my life, I had a panic attack. And I say that, that I had a panic attack cause I've never felt like that before. I mean, like nervous, sweating, almost getting ready to break into tears because I can't figure out how to get this on a job that, you know, paying me decent and well. And at that point I was like, you know, I am much happier when I'm outside cutting grass. And at this time, this was the time when everyone was quarantined and got sent home. This was March 20, March or April, 2020. Wow. And I was sitting at home and really quickly, um, I don't have a formal office at my house. Even though, you know, in technology, I never had a formal office in my house, but the areas, the space that was designated for me to have this quiet space while I'm working is in my basement. It's an unfinished basement. There wasn't any lighting. The two windows that are in the basement are on the opposite side of the basement. So I'm down here in the back cave trying to get some work done, right? <laughs> and not realizing that the sun's going down or this, that, and the other. And it's like, I do not like being down here. This is not good for my mental health. And I realized, that, again, that kind of, uh, certified that, yes, I truly love being outside on my lawnmower. I would love to do that. And at that point, I set a date on when I was getting out of technology and getting going full scale on my lawn care and landscaping business. Wow. So that was a year and a half later that I, I made that. I, it was, like I said, it was the middle of spring when I made that decision. But it was like, I want to set up and prepare myself for being full time. I need to have better equipment. I need to have better clients. Um, and when I, I don't say more clients. I need to have better clients because we all have started with clients that aren't necessarily good for us. They're just folks that we got started with. And, you know, the, that rather be those folks that complain are the folks that aren't good for your route. So you can have better route density. Shout out to Mr. Lifetime Achievement Award. Here. <laughs> oh, I forgot but, that to me. I forgot yeah. we talked about that. <laughs> that is you. I was thinking to myself, who is he talking about? <laughs> but that I, I made that decision. And um, this past March, uh, March 2022, I went full time. Nice. Congratulations. We made a video about it and it got 11,000 views so far. Wow. Yeah. Stuff like that will get a lot of views. That's a good way to start, you know, getting, getting views and getting subs and all that is you focus on those kind of topics. Mm -hmm. Like there's certain things, you know, that people are attracted to, whether they've seen them a hundred times or not. It's just something people just want to follow or they want to learn or both, you know? So I feel like your tech you know, experience definitely is now transferring into what you guys are doing. So it's it really, it's really, um, magical how stuff like that happens. You know, what about you, Cornell? How'd you get started doing landscaping and everything? Uh, well, <clears throat> I started landscaping when I was a kid as a chore for my grandmother, <laughs> my grandma, Juliet, man. She, uh, she taught us how to, you know, mow the lawn. Um, and then as I got older, it was all right. Uh, Ricky, you go cut the grass. Juan, you go do this. Cornell, you're going to do the hedges. And so I, that was my job was like doing the hedges. And so we all had our own little thing. We tended a garden with my grandmother. But it was a chore. And it wasn't presented in a way. Um, I heard Kevin Hart say one time, like he talked about how his mom was, was teaching him, but she wasn't presenting it in a way that he could like, he could he could understand it. So he, he did dumb things anyway. Mm. Um, so she was teaching us these things. I didn't know that what she was doing was instilling a, a skill in me that I was going to use 20 some years later. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, around 16, I got a job. Um, I'm a single mom, uh, little brother, little sister. Uh, I was tired of not having cable. Uh, you know what I mean? Sometimes the, the, the heat would get cut off, whatever. My mom was working her behind off. But it's just hard to make ends meet when you got two grown boys and a daughter and you're all alone. So at 16, I got a job. Um, I, we, we had cable, you know what I mean? But I realized, like, having a job, what it did uh, to help my, my, my family. Um, but when I got the job, the imagination that I had went away. Because now I was like, all right, I got to help. This is bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to right. go to work, help my mom. And then when I got out of that, it was like, now I got a, my, my girl, you know, before we even had kids. Like, I want to make sure she's... So I had, I went and got a second job. Now I'm working two full-time jobs. And I did that for like 16 years. And then one day 
at my second full-time job, um, I was just miserable, man. Like, because I didn't see no end to it. Like, there's no end to this. I said uh, all the time, like, I was leaving. My kids would sleep when I left. Then they would sleep when I got home, and my wife was tired. You know, so now, now what? So I just come home, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, do the same thing. And I'm not, I'm, the whole reason I'm even working is for them. And I ain't even getting the, to be with them. So I was watching, uh, I used to listen to the motivation. I still do, but listen to motivational videos when I would work out. I just started working out. So you guys hold me accountable here in the future. <laughs> I, I got two, two days under my belt, but, um, I, I would always listen to that. So uh, you talked about Mr. Beast and how you clicked on one thing and it all popped up. Yeah. So I started watching the YouTube video, Les Brown, and then Eric Thomas pops up. And then my favorite, Jim Rohn, popped up. I would listen to that. And one day I was, like, pissed off walking around. We had, like, restraint. I worked with dual diagnosis uh, individuals, so they would have, like, uh, physical disabilities or, or mental health or mental disabilities, whatever. And this one, we this one uh, guy we had, he, he was awesome most of the time, but he was six two, two hundred and fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those days where we had to restrain, like you know, he's he's trying to hit us and all that. We had to restrain. It was a rough day, and I'm just walking around the, the house, listening to motivational videos. Like I'm talking about eyes was welling up. I'm ready to because I I can't see how to get out of this. Yeah, I, this is never going to end. And then Keith Kaufman's video pops on, mm. the employee trap. It's a three-minute video where he's just giving out the prices of a yard. And as he's giving out the prices, I'm looking out this little window in the dining room of this house I work out of the group home. And it was eerily similar to the one he was describing. So as he's going, he's like, you know, $15 for this bush, you know, $100 in mulch. Hundred dollars and like that was when it was a hundred dollars. Now we're at one fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was like, yeah, hundred dollars if they get uh, nine yards, nine hundred dollars. Like he says it. It's, it's really cool. But it was the first time I seen like this thing that my grandmother put into me. Keith showed me a way to monetize it, and then I was like, all right, cool. So for two weeks, I just kind of mulled over that that thought. I want to start a business, huh? Keith is the same size as me. He's 5'8". He ain't bigger than me. He's no different than me. But he's doing this. Right. And I'm stuck here. And I can't get out of it. And he just showed me the way. Yeah. So I went home. Um, we had another rough night about like two weeks later. I go home. I tell my wife, I want to sell my car and start a grass cutting business. She's like, her her uncle, my uncle John, um, he had a landscaping business for 40-something years where she's from. So she knew already because uncle john and aunt charlotte live like no one i've ever seen before like in my own personal experience like they just go buy new couches whenever they want new refrigerators and then they give them away you know i mean yeah that's the type and i was like i know what it's like to be poor and i want to be able to do that for someone else one day but i can't do that with these two full-time jobs and when i i I, I literally was like all right i'm i'm out i'm gonna go ahead and, and and start this business and my wife put a battery in my back and she was like she believed in it you know now I got my wife believing in me I already believe in me and now if I fail it's okay because you know she was on board with it yeah you know what I mean yeah but I'm not gonna fail because she was on board with it yeah you know what I mean so that's how it kind of happened for me as I got into it um I got pissed off and then I started a business. And then once I started it, I kind of equated it to sports. I love sports my whole life. And what do you do in sports? Practice for the game. Well, what is the game? The game is when I get to the yard. What is the practice? Every other yard I went to before I got to the previous one. Yeah. You know, and I started to get better, get faster. And I realized, like, if you lift weights, you jump higher. Well, the more you do this, the faster you get. You know, and so that's kind of how I got into it. And it literally has changed my life. Like, again, start operating in your gift. I said that at the beginning. Like, yep. It ain't just talking for me. It's, if it wasn't for cutting grass, like, I take it all the way back to my gram. I was pissed. You know, <laughs> right. oh, we got to do this again. Yeah. Oh, she's up in the window because my grandmother got sick at the end of her life. She's up in the window looking out the window. Hey, you missed a spot. <laughs> and we're down here like... Yeah. Like you know what dying, I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then I buy my own house. 
I'm walking around and I see a little weed popping up under the flower bed. And I'm like, I got to pull that, <laughs> you know, or my daughter, go pull the wit. You know what I mean? Right. I understand it now. So yeah. that's kind of how I got into it. Epic. So, yeah. Long story. I'm, I'm sorry. No, that's what podcasting is all about. Yeah. Um, I do want to be conscious of our time because I want you guys to get be able to get out there and get some more podcasts. But man, this was 37 minutes and change of pure gold. Like, I, you guys have great stories and, and a lot to contribute to the community. So I'm, gra- I'm glad you guys found each other and found your way. So thank you for sharing all that. Now on to the silly part, the fun, silly part, <laughs> the old pod decks here. Let's wrap it up with that. So let me shuffle the cards first. <laughs> so go ahead and just pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. There you go. So you guys, when whenever you're ready, you read the you read what it is, and then you answer it. Um, if it's something way off the wall, I haven't looked through all these cards yet. I oh, just opened man. them. If it's something way off the wall, you can pull a skippo, and we can uh, we can. Tr- I pick got again. you. I'm ready. We can pick again. You ready? Yep. All right. Let's this is go. Uh, what's something that people think makes them look cool, but actually makes them look ridiculous. Oh, that's like it seems like a perfect one for you. I feel like you're like, man, yeah. I got a list. So. <laughs> Listen, man, the, the people who are out here um, and to, to each his own, do, do what you want to do. Um, it's your life and you only live once. But the people who uh, who get tattoos on their faces, but they want to go and work for someone else because uh, they see Lil Wayne doing it and it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, the people who walk around um, with their pants all below their waist. It's like... Yeah. And this is not, I'm not talking about children. I'm, yeah. ta- I'm talking about, I'm going to be 40. Yeah. And I know 40 year old guys who are still walking around like that. Like they're like, children. Yeah. You're like, you're not a child. And not only that, <laughs> we live in a time where, and this might have been a, a thing that has always happened, but it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I think that's more is caught than taught. Right. Like, yeah. I live by that. So it's like, yeah. I want to do the things that um, I want to put, I want to be an example for how you're supposed to be. Right. Right. Lead, and lead by example. Yeah. And it doesn't, it does not mean like that I'm, I'm judging. I'm not. Right. I'm just saying like, if you're your own brand, then you can do whatever you want. But until you reach that point, you just look foolish. <laughs> right. You know, like Mr. B said, you're crazy until you're successful and then you're a genius. Yeah. Like you, Lil Wayne didn't have tattoos on his face till he became Lil Wayne. Right. He probably wouldn't have become Lil Wayne exactly. with tattoos on his face. Right. So you have to like, it, yeah. 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 Yep. That's nice. What you guys said? Uh, I, I got a weird one. But uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm going to grab a second one, but I, I will let you all hear this one. It says, what do you think the most unpleasant sounding word is? <laughs> Moist. That would, that would, that's the answer my wife always gives. So, but I'm going to take one more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. All right. What is the funniest or most disappointing or weirdest, et cetera, text you received? Um, <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny because I keep getting the same text. And this, is, this isn't a complaint, but I'm, I'm going to turn this way so he doesn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, probably about once a week, Cornell sends me a text message. Man, your video is on fire. <laughs> it's up to whatever number of views it is this week, man. Last week, dude, I'm telling you, it's this thumbnail. It's this. It's and I can hear his voice in the text message. Yeah. So it's, because it's, it's pumped, he sends man. me the text, <laughs> and then he'll call me later. And uh, it's it's not disappointing. It's it is funny. I love it. I encourage. I love seeing my brother excited. Um, nice. and I, I'm glad we're, we're moving in the right direction as a body as a whole. So, yeah, that's, he's, he's pumped. That's why, man, it reminds me of like Paul, man, he calls me and texts me that it's the same kind of things. I'm like, I'm glad you're happy, man. Let's keep getting after it. Yeah. You know? Cause I mean, it's crazy to me. Like again, this, this was a chance encounter. Like I could have not went in 2021. Yeah, to either yeah. one of those events, right. this never happens. I'm never sitting in this chair talking to Naylor Taliaferro with my 100%. co-host now, right? 100%. So when I say to him, like, I I started my little YouTube thing with doing shop tours because I wasn't comfortable on camera, but I'm very comfortable around people that I know and that and to put them on display. I, I ain't in it for me. Of course, I want to be successful, but like, I want to put people on display, right? Like, 
you, Brian, like you guys don't have to do what you're doing. Right. But you do it anyway. And that's what's good for the world. And that's the same thing that I want to do. So I say to him, the reason I get excited that his video is the one that is like blowing up for me. And I, like, I only got 15 videos up right now. And of the 15, like all of them have like thousands of views already, which is mind blowing to me. But his has 11,000 views, which is, yeah. I almost cuss, but it's yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah. Like that's nuts to me. So every time I see it, it's like, God put me in a place to meet you. And now look what's happening. The podcast continues yeah. to get better. It continues to get more of a following. The Instagram show continues to get better. It continues to get more of a following. The YouTube channel, every time I open up my phone, there's like a new subscriber and a comment. So it's like what we're doing is what we were supposed to do. It was what I was put here for. Yeah. And now I figured it out. And so now where can we go? Because now I'm hungry like Mr. Beast, bro. Yeah, I know, you know? man. For real. Um like, just imagine this. My wife asked me, what, she, she knew I was, you know, like depressed and miserable in retail management. And she mm. saw a post on Facebook in our neighborhood asking for like lawn care help. And she said, do you want me to just give them your name and number so that you can potentially, because she knew a long time prior to that, I flirted around with the idea of having my own lawn care business and then just kind of like forgot about it like five, six, seven years after the fact. And had she one not asked me that, or two, I didn't say yes. I, yeah. You know, and I was in a really bad place at that point. So I wasn't like, yeah, I was like, sure, whatever. Like I was just so like unappreciative and so done with life at that point. And I didn't even know what was happening. I was like in a huge like downhill spiral. So imagine if I didn't say yes, or imagine if she didn't say that, we would not be here right now. Like literally, like none of us would be here right now. I don't know if anybody else would have thought about the podcast summit, but if they did think right. of that idea, the odds of them thinking of the idea... And think and and knowing the almonds and being and having it here at the exact same time. Oh, there's way too many variables for any of that yeah. to come together without me being involved, right? So, like, not 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 to say anything about me, but I'm just saying, like, if I wasn't involved, this wouldn't none of yeah. us would even be here. Right. So that stuff like blows my mind, and it really comes down to this. And it's probably going to be the title of this episode: is every decision you make in life shapes it. So if you focus on that with every decision you make. I think we'll all lead a better life. So, I don't think you can end it any better than that. <laughs> that was a hell of an ending. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the the podcast here. Thank you to Kohler once again for sponsoring uh, the podcast summit. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next time, this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.